Good morning, everyone. Um, my heart is just so full of joy. I just love being together. It's so good to be together again. Um, today, you know it's going to be an emotional homily when I can't even get through the first line. Uh, today is a day of tremendous joy. Uh, today is a day that is often misunderstood among Christians. It's a day where we feel, uh, why should I be happy? My mom said that to me after the last Mass. She's like, why should I be happy that Jesus is going to win? I'm like, you're not a Christian. Um, I didn't really say that. I'm like, it's after Mother's Day. Can I get away with this? Today is a day of tremendous joy if you actually understand what the Ascension is about. And I hope to help you with that. If you get today, if you understand what the Ascension is and what happens today, Today should be a day that will fill you with freedom and light and joy. There's nothing worse than having a bad boss. Or maybe there are. In your life, I don't know if you've had this, but if you have ever had someone in your life who has some sort of authority over you, but it's not an authority for your good, Someone who has some sort of power in your life, but doesn't show you that that power is meant to build you up and not to tear you down. It's awful. I've had moments like that in my life. Uh, there is one person who shall remain nameless. They're in the third pew. No, just kidding. Um, but, but I had one person in my life at one point who had real authority over me. But he used that authority in a way that was not for my good. It was not to build up things that were good and true and beautiful. But it was destructive. And I remember that period in my life, it was a very dark time. And I felt like everywhere I went, I was carrying this burden on my shoulders. And even in my good days, when things went well and I felt like you know, there, God was working in my life and things were coming together. There was this constant weight on me of someone who had authority over me that was not a good authority. The most extreme example of this, I think, there's probably are more extremes, but one of them would be if you ever have a really destructive marriage. And sometimes you see marriages like that. Where, where one spouse, and it tends to be men, hold an authority and exercise an authority over their wives that is not out of love and is not for their good. And if you can place yourself there, I think for the good news today, if you want to understand today's joyful, amazing, powerful message from God, if you want to understand that, you first have to place yourself in that position of someone who has been submissive to an evil authority. One more story reminds me of our diocesan exorcist, uh, who I love very much. He's a very holy man. He's really quirky. Um, but anyway, he, I don't know why I said that, but he, um, when he talks about exorcisms, he'll, he taught a class here about exorcisms. Well, it, wasn't a, it was about the spiritual life in general. 
But one of the questions he'll ask people all the time is he'll say, how many of you are, would be nervous or intimidated to go to an exorcism? And everyone, you know, raises their hand, except for like, you know, one kid in the front who's like, I'm not scared of anything. I would be terrified of an exorcism. There's no way I would want to go to one of those. And this priest, I love what he says. As he tells people, he says, then you have bought the lie of the evil one. And he teaches his classes, he says, an exorcism is not a scary, awful, fearful moment. An exorcism is a moment of pure joy. Because someone who is under Satan himself has been freed from their slavery. And they move from being in that kingdom of darkness to being under the lordship of the one who loves them. Super powerful. Still don't want to go to an exorcism. <laughs> but, but I love the way he says that. Brothers and sisters, today, something like that on a meta scale is what the ascension is about. The ascension today is Jesus enthroned as the true ruler of heaven and earth. And if you have been in that position in your life where you had someone over you that was oppressive, and there was that weight and that burden on your shoulders, the way that Satan rules over us is a million times worse. And I want to draw this out for a moment this morning because if you want to understand the joy that our Savior, that the one who loves us has been made king, which is what today is, you have to realize that you and I have been under the weight of something evil. So there's a great line in Paul's letter to Titus. I love this. Titus says this, no, Paul says it to Titus. Paul says, we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by men and hating one another. As Titus 3.3 In RCIA, sometimes I'll read this passage. And sometimes in Masses, I love, I love this. It's one of my favorite passages in the New Testament. And people look at me, and they, I could just feel you guys. You're like, I have no idea what that feels like. That must be rough, Father Brian. I've never been in that place where I've hated anyone. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I will see you in the confessional. <laughs> um, but here's the big point I want to get to about sin. The way that you and I tend to think about sin is that I did something wrong. And we have this guilt about it, and we need to go to confession and confess our sins to God, and, and that's kind of how sin and our forgiveness of sin in our lives works. And that's true, but there's something more. Sin is not just that you and I do things that are wrong, and this is the, I want you to feel this today. I want you to get this. Sin is an oppressive 
authority and power that reigns over us. Sin is not just wrongdoing. Sin is an oppressive authority that reigns over us. Think about this with me for a minute. Why is it that the natural tendency in our world is to have anger and fear and distrust of others? Why is my natural tendency, the natural tendency of my heart, when another priest has something amazing happening, my natural tendency is jealousy and envy? And I'm not making this up. That is my natural response. Why is it that it's easier to have lust for someone than it is to have love? I think the darkest form of this is what you all tell me all the time. You come to me all the time. And people tell me, and they say, Father Brian... I just don't really believe that God loves me. Sin is not just you and I doing things that are wrong. Sin is a spiritual authority in this world that reigns over you and me. The New Testament talks about this in lots of places. In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus is tempted by Satan, and Satan offers him the kingdoms of the world because he owns them. There is a spiritual power that does not love us, that is bent on our destruction, brothers and sisters, that makes us hate each other, that makes us fearful of each other, that makes us fearful of God. Titus 3.3, we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray slaves to various passions and pleasures. Right? There's that famous passage in Romans 7 where Paul says, the good thing that I want to do, I don't do it, but the evil that I do not want to do is what I do. And I know that it is not Uh, that it is sin at work in me and not I myself who do it. Why? Because sin has a power, a reign, and an authority over us. And if you don't feel that, if you have not reflected on that, you'll never rejoice at today's feast day. Our temptation is to think the enemy, right? Our people out there, it's the government, It's atheists. It's pro-abortionists. It's it's people who promote pornography and the breakdown of the family. Those people are slaves of the true enemy. You and I only have one enemy. and His name is Satan. And Jesus calls him the prince of this world. Are you depressed yet? (laughs) (laughs) Not really that somber. 
today's, today we have, uh, you know, sometimes we have sponsorships for homilies. Today's homily, by the way, is sponsored by Acts 29. Acts 29 spoke at our convocation, and I was really convicted by the way they spoke about this topic. <clears throat> Father Ricardo, who's uh, a priest out in Michigan, was speaking about this. He was like, brothers and sisters, sin is not just wrongdoing. Sin is an authority that holds us as slaves. But St. Paul goes on, when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us. Here's what the Catechism says. The doctrine of original sin. This is the topic in paragraph 407 of the Catechism. By our parents' sin, the devil has acquired a certain domination over man. Even though man remains free, Satan has a domination over us. The things in my life that I know so badly I want to be and I want to do. And Lord, I want to be less attached to material things. And I want to be less jealous of other people. And I want to be more selfless and more prayerful. I just can't seem to do it. Our first parent sin by our first parents sin, the devil has acquired a certain domination over man. Original sin entails captivity under the power of him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Original sin means that you and I are slaves. Today, brothers and sisters, Today is the feast day of the regime change. That's what today is. Today is the regime change. St. Paul talks about this all over the place. I don't have time to go through in today's homily unless you guys want to stay a little longer. This means yes. This means no. All the people who want to stay, they do it. The rest of you just stare. You're, like, you're just like, Father Brian, don't do it. Don't give in to the sin. Go home and read today. Go read Romans chapter 5 and chapter 6. And I mean that. Go home today, read Romans 5 and 6, and look at the words that have to do with authority. And Paul in Romans 5 and 6 is going to say, you know what? Sin and death reign in this world until the coming of Christ. And today, the one who ascends to his throne, this is the one who has defeated the strong man. This is the one who broke my chains. Paul tells us that through Jesus Christ, much more will those who receive the free gift of grace in the one man, Jesus Christ, reign through him. Today is the feast of the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, today is the day that you should know if you are in Christ, the lies by which Satan holds you captive have no power over you. Today is the day that you can live in Jesus 
and you can be in his kingdom, no longer living under the reign of sin and death. Colossians 1.13 is another one. I marked it somewhere. There it is. Colossians 1.13, St. Paul says this. He says, Jesus has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. There's so much more I want to tell you about this, but let me leave you one thing you can do today. One of Satan's most powerful tools in his book that keeps you and I in slavery is lies. Lies are powerful things. And one of the things that Satan loves to say to you and I is you are not good enough. You are not good enough. That is a lie from hell. Today, as Jesus mounts his throne, brothers and sisters, when that happens today, you have to be set free from that lie that holds you captive. I want to leave today. I know you don't believe me. But I want to leave you today with a, a quote from a monk. Oh, I forgot to grab the sheet. I did lie. There's a monk named Michael Casey, so I'll paraphrase. And he's talking about humility. And he says, the people in, our, in this world who have learned humility are the people who are free. They are neither disturbed by accusations, nor are they flattered by praise. They have learned to overcome the lie that their brothers and sisters are their competitors. They have overcome the lie that they are not enough. They have become free. Jesus is the true Lord of this world. Satan's kingdom has been cast out if you live in Jesus. That's truly good news. As you go home today, go read Romans 5 and 6. Whenever I'm depressed, I read Romans 5. It lifts me up so much. Go read Romans 5 and 6 and realize that you are a child of the light. And the evil one who held you in captivity has been defeated and you have been transferred into the kingdom of the liberator of this world. And today he mounts his throne. Jesus, thank you. Lord, may none of us in this church, may not a single one of us believe the lies of Satan any longer. Lord, you have conquered sin and death. You have freed us from slavery. And now you reign on your glorious throne. Lord, set us free from all sin and from the dominion that it works over us. And Jesus, may we be the joyful proclaimers of your goodness, of your liberation, and of your kingdom. Lord, we bless you today. May your ascension set us free.